In our health segment today, we have invited physician Dr. Angelique Olviera to talk to us about anti-aging and longevity medicine. So she practices at the Institute of Healthy Aging in Seapoint. Um, and just so our listeners are clear, Dr. Angelique Olviera, welcome to the show. Hello. Hello. From what I understand, longevity and anti-aging medicine are closely related fields that aim to extend lifespan with intervention, medical treatments, and um, anti-aging medicine that focuses on reducing the signs and symptoms of aging. Would you say that's correct? With tools like Botox and filler and other skin and cellular treatments. Would that be fair? That is correct. And it is my passion. Longevity and anti-aging medicine is so exciting. There's <laughs> always breakthroughs in research. It's, it's such an exciting field to be part of. Um, longevity, what is it? It's about increasing lifespan and health span. It's about... And how do we how do we do that? You think uh, you've got a genetic code. You're predisposed to certain things. So if you think of uh, people don't actually know that gen- mm. genes can be turned on and off and there rolls in the field of epigenetics. What is epigenetics? Epigenetics is about all the factors that can turn on and off genes. Um, when it comes to longevity, you want to turn off bad genes and you want to turn on good genes. So what are bad genes? Bad genes. Um, if somebody's got uh, a genetic predisposition, like a BRCA gene to a breast cancer or um, to uh, whatever illness it runs in the family or anything that is genetically coded for illness or aging you want, or inflammation, you want to turn those off and you want to turn on genes for, for health and wellness and vitality. So, I mean, there are limits, but but there is such a vast scope for being able to do this. And the this was then birthed the, the field of biohacking. Let's talk a bit about that. Okay. What is biohacking and how does it help a patient's vitality? Okay. So, biohacking, if you think of your genetics as your genetic code, uh, biohacking then says, okay, if we can hack your genetics to turn on good genes, turn off bad genes, you've now biohacked your genetic code for longevity, for health, for wellness. There's can you give us an example in yes. layman's terms? Yes. Because, I mean, your face is all lit up and very excited <laughs> and, and passionate. But you, you need to remember that yes. we have not studied this. No. Okay? So we want to know, how does that ha- help your average patient on the street? Would you take a blood test, see what the markers are and stop them? I mean, how does it work? Okay, so it, it, it varies depending on the practitioner. It, it's such a range of things you can do. So... If you think of biohacking, it's a range of practices and lifestyle modifications aimed at optimizing health, performance, and well-being. So anything that can provide incremental changes in becoming healthier is is, is a biohack. I see. And what can you do? There's exercise, nutrition, supplements, sleep optimization, stress management, cognitive enhancers, biofeedback monitoring um, and biology and technology. It's such an exciting field to be part of. If you think of lack of sleep, why do we want to biohack sleep? If you think of the impact How do we? How ah, do we biohack sleep? Okay. So sleep uh, there's so many things from a medical perspective where you could uh, the, 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 um, your your uh, 
insomnia, for yes, example. Yes, so, so the ways to treat your, um, thinking of the word, um, your general medicine practice, your medical um, training in sleep, it's okay, let's let's provide a sleeping pill. Or, mm. But if th- th- there's such a vast field in um, functional medicine and biohacking, how can we do this? If you think of it, the best way to to biohack your sleep actually starts with how do you wake up in the morning and everything you do to ensure that you're going to have a good night's sleep uh, things that you could do for for sleep when you wake up go get some sunshine right um, on your skin uh, have a cold shower mm. um, make sure you, you eat correctly if you don't eat enough calories you might uh, you might wake up or if you drink alcohol before you go to sleep you might wake okay. up so there's various things that you can do i understand so it's kind of about Understanding your body better, how yeah. it functions, and what you need to feed it or do yes. in order to change your systems. Yes, would you say? Yes, and it encompasses medicine as well in certain instances, um, and lifestyle changes. And if you think of the lack, uh, people don't know that a lack of sleep can cause impaired cognitive function, mood disturbance, weakened immune system, weight gain, obesity, risk of increased cardiac disease, like um, uh, increased chances of having a, a heart attack, increased ch- uh, your chances of getting cancer. So if you think of why, how, because you've got the epigenetics and, and you want to, if you have a lack of sleep, you're turning on bad genes. I understand. I understand what you're saying. Let's talk a little bit about some of the skin treatments you offer um, and other interesting treatments on your menu that I've looked at on your website. What is a PRP rejuvenation treatment? Is this the famous vampire facial um, <laughs> that the Kardashians kind of made famous? But Or is it more than that? Oh, now you're getting me very excited. <laughs> I love PRP. PRP is platelet-rich plasma, and I love it. So it's what? blood. Oh, it's blood. But okay. it is phenomenal. It is, it is liquid gold, and you have it in your body. Um, so what is it? Platelet-rich plasma, it entails drawing your own blood, um, spinning it in a machine called a centrifuge, and it separates the red blood cells from this liquid gold. And then you use this beautiful liquid gold in various areas to treat various things. I remember when I had my wisdoms out, yes. the, the doctor told me that he put some plasma under the stitches to promote healing after my wisdoms and, and, and stop infection or something like that. Is that right? That's interesting. I'm not sure if it was the plasma. Did he have a centrifuge in the in the theatre? That would be that amazing. He said that he would spin my blood. Oh, wow. That's fantastic. So is that the same thing? That, yes, because it promotes healing. So platelet-rich okay. plasma is so exciting. Um, okay, so, you, so you, it's called liquid gold. And why is it liquid gold? Well, in that plasma in that liquid gold there are there's plas there's platelets and there's chemical messengers um so within a platelet is a bi- and there are bioactive proteins and growth factors um you've got things like your platelet derived growth factor transforming growth factor beta vascular endothelial growth factor so what does this do it it sends out signals to activate and promote healing so how does it work you can stimulate cell proliferation and growth factors to promote the the multiplication of cells that are involved in tissue repair, so more cells to help repair tissue. It has anti-inflammatory capabilities, so it helps to decrease inflammation in the area, bad inflammation. If you think of injecting it into a knee and decreasing inflammation, you're going to stop damaging a knee. If you think of angiogenesis, what's that? Um, it is 
the formation of new blood vessels. So it promotes this, which increases blood flow to an area, increased blood flow, increased oxygen, increased healing. So you can do this in the face, in a yes. facial. You can do it on your scalp yes. for hair growth. Hair growth. Mm-hmm. What else do you, do you so, use it for? Oh, there's so many beautiful applications. So in the face, we call it the non-surgical facelift. Okay. It is beautiful for a natural result. You can put it in the hair for hair rejuvenation. Yeah. You can can use it for sexual health. But my passion right now is putting it into joints and injuries. Um, You can put it into the knees along with certain peptides to promote uh, healing, regeneration, cartilage damage. You want to you repair that. So if people are looking for an um, alternative to a knee replacement, if they're not ready for that, mm. a lot of um, doctors are trying uh, um, platelet-rich plasma and they'll do one treatment. But the research shows that you should do four treatments at least. So four treatments in any platelet-rich plasma treatment. You want to do at least four treatments to get the maximum result. Now, I've seen beautiful results with one treatment in a face and in a knee or in a joint. But your your best result is with four. In the joints, you're looking at is there uh, you could treat ligaments and tendon injuries, uh, meniscal tears. So whatever the problem is, you've got all these wonderful benefits to injecting the, the not just the plasma but also peptides that promote healing they work synergistically they they complement each other and it doesn't healing. matter how old you are you can have this done at any age yes right? absolutely you know I thought well people think that as you age maybe the quality of your plasma might deteriorate but I treated a, a mom and a daughter and the results between both of them were phenomenal mm. I was so surprised at the beautiful results both of them got it was exciting for me to see interesting so our guest is a physician, Dr. Angelique Oliveira, and she's talking to us about anti-aging treatments and longevity medicine that she practices at the Institute of Healthy Aging in Seapoint. We were talking now about PRP, rejuvenation treatments, um, which is a bit like the vampire facial, but also the other things that it can help you with, like your knees and your, your scalp. Let's now turn to Botox. So, you know, how does it actually work? And what's in it? I mean, I think that like some of the movie stars kind of give it a bit of a bad name because, you know, I think people talk about Botox and think, oh, if people have Botox, they look like they've changed species or (laughs) they look a little bit like, you know, uh, I don't know. Yes. They look terrible. But that's only people who've abused it, right? It can be done subtly. Talk to us about what Botox is. Is it dangerous? Is it toxic? Enlighten us. Okay. I love Botox <laughs> used wisely. Okay. So I love a natural, subtle, undone look. And you can achieve this. Uh, Botox can be I- injected in different places, different depths for different things. Not just for aesthetics, there's different uses. So if you think of uh, the first use of Botox, it was in 1989. Um what is it? It's a bacteria called Clostridium botulinum. And the first use of this was to treat strabismus, so squinting. So it was injected into the muscles of the eye to, to prevent an eye pulling um, in, in, in the wrong way. Um, it's, it's so safe because it, you're using, it's safe in the hands of an experienced injector, an experienced healthcare provider. But also when it comes to aesthetics, someone who understands anatomy and aesthetics, beauty, natural, what, what are you looking for, um, uh, how, how to use it. So it, it, it takes training and experience. And knowledge about the body. Knowledge, knowledge. Mm. So Botox in the face 
you're talking about how it goes wrong. It can go wrong for a couple of reasons. Um, injecting at uh, the wrong depth, in the wrong place, using too much. Mm. Uh, so, so you want to prevent all of that. I like to take a patient, um, map out their face, uh, look at the muscles, see where we want to inject, what result they want to achieve, and often bring them back two weeks later to see uh, if the position where we've put these these injections have caused this natural look, had the eyebrows in a beautiful position, um, we don't want to cause a Spock eyebrow. <laughs> so, <laughs> Dr. Spock. <laughs> yes. That's funny. No, we don't want to cause a Spock eyebrow. <laughs> um, and the thing is, w- injectors would tend to, um, there's certain places on the forehead where you can prevent causing a Spock eyebrow, but you don't want to cause a droopy eyelid. So when you inject, you would rather caution, uh, err towards um, creating a bit of a Spock eyebrow because if you put um, one or two more units um, more laterally, you drop that eyebrow beautifully, but you can't treat a dropped eyebrow because then you just have to wait for it to wear off. So that's why it's important to go on a journey, an aesthetic journey with someone you trust and go back and you talk and you have this open communication with your injector. Like you do with your doctor. Yes. Um, it also treats not only face wrinkles, Botox, it also t- treats grinding teeth, mm-hmm. um, post-stroke patients, yes. um, um, bands on the neck, yes. uh, chronic headaches, and excessive sweating. Yes. Um, tell us a little bit about that. that. So there are very exciting uses for Botox, um, your medical uses of Botox. Um, most commonly, um, uh, people get... Uh, Botox injected into their masseta, so that's the muscle that causes um, your jaw to tighten and clench, and the clenching can happen even while you're sleeping, so you end up grinding your teeth. Um, So what does it do? It helps relax the muscles, stops the grinding, prevents dental damage and pain relief. And um, the other use is um, in uh, excessive sweating. It's called hyperhidrosis. It's a disorder of excessive sweating, and and it's from overstimulation of your cholinergic receptors on your ecran sweat. Okay, so that's a lot of medical jargon. So how how do we explain it? Botox goes and it it blocks a receptor the acetylcholine receptor it's a it's a it's a signal that causes muscle relaxation relax uh, muscle contraction and also signals your ecrine sweat gland to sweat okay i've actually got a lot of listeners on the line who are asking about the sweating um is it expensive someone wants to know so you generally are going to inject 50 units per underarm which is quite expensive mm. if you think of of the the volume the amount that you're putting in mm. you're looking at somewhere in the region of about seven seven and a half thousand That's rand and but how long Botox does it last lasts much longer than in the face so between yeah. six to twelve months uh, up to a year mm. Is there a way, uh, so you say in the face it'll last how long? So it depends on the person. For me, There's a, a, many factors I'll get into about yeah. how, how to make Botox last. Depends on, on, on the person. Um, there There is something that breaks down Botox in your face or in your body. And uh, do you have a lot of it or a little bit of it? Um, uh, also factors like... What you can prevent, if you can prevent bleeding, um, um, thinning of your blood before you go, like a week before you go for your injection, try and cut back on alcohol or garlic mm. um, or aspirin or, or non-steroidal anti-inflammatories. Why? Because when you inject 
and you are and you bleed, you push out some of those units. Okay. So your Botox isn't going to be as as good. Um, that's before you go for your Botox. O- after your Botox, um, there's certain recommendations. Don't do strenuous exercise for at least four hours after you've trained. Um, avoid extreme facial expressions and alcohol consumption for twelve hours. Um, is it a successful procedure, the, the, the yes. Botox for oh, sweating? Yes, yes, very okay. much. I've had such great success with it. It changes people's lives. If you think of it, um, some people don't mind, but some people are very impacted by having big sweat marks, even in winter. Mm, These mm. big sweat marks, they, they, they look nervous, they, they, they look, uh, they, they, they're self-conscious, mm. so they become socially awkward. Right. And you end up impacting a person's life in a really big way. I've had such beautiful reviews about people with this mm. um, and treating it with, with Botox. Along with your uh, medical degree, you also have an honours in psychology. Yes. So I need to ask you about this, you know, the psychology about the obsession mm. with ageing and how it can become an addiction, these yes. treatments. So how do you deal with a patient who is doing too much mm. and starting to look you know freaky yeah how do you how do you do you turn them away i deal with them very gently yeah because there's many there's many reasons that can turn somebody uh, to have uh, distorted perception yeah. of body dysmorphia body dysmorphia is exactly right. right yeah so body dysmorphia there's a range of it um, and and you have to try and um, explain to somebody uh, firstly that well firstly you have to uh, figure out if you're if you're a, a good injector you figure out what's the reason that somebody's coming mm. is it did 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 their husband just cheat on them and they want to um, I had a patient and yeah. um, they just want filler in their face and they mm. think that's going to make them happy and beautiful right. and this person I did gently say let's rather work on um, some some lifestyle modifications to boost your mood do some therapy read this beautiful book mm. um, um, and get into a better space before we inject your face with filler mm. Botox it's Botox is it, it wears off um, but when it comes to a face and proportions and things I'm a little bit more cautious to put in somebody who's not in a good emotional space um, so yeah. you know we, we unfortunately we are running out okay. of time and it's time for the news <laughs> oh, we're wow. going to have to have you back because okay. you mentioned filler and I, I did want to actually ask you lots of questions about okay. that but we'll have you back another time we've also got lots of questions that, that have come in okay. um, my guest is Dr. Angelique Olviera and she is from the Institute of Healthy Aging in Seapoint can people just google that if they want to get hold of you there's a couple of ways you can get hold of um, us we've got such an incredible team at the Institute of Healthy Aging so you can google them uh, the number there is 02 02- Two one four three four two five six four. You can contact me directly on um, my business cell phone number zero six zero seven two nine zero one six eight. And I have a website, drangelique.com, No dot between Doctor and Angel. So it's just D R A N G E L I Q U E dot com. And you can Google um, the Institute of Healthy Aging. Thank you so much for your insight today. It really has been enlightening. Um, And we hope to have you in again. I'd love that.